Perfect. Is that pun like really bad? Should I just not say that? No, that's fine. People, it's, it's people fine. love the shit. I love the okay. shit. It's fine. I love okay. the shit. I'm mad at you, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright, so. Yeah, you, don't, you don't need to clap again. It's okay. Okay. I promise. Take two. Take two. Take two. Welcome to Love One Podcast, where it's about the role playing, not so much the rolling. My name is Sam. Uh, I am the DM, and welcome to our very first episode, where we will be starting at level one. No pun intended. I'm sorry, already. To my right, we have... Will, playing Duncan Selmy, the Never Knight, Human Paladin. And I'm Dane, I'm going to be playing Thorn No Tusks, an elven wizard. And I'm Taylor, I'm going to be playing Etni Jesper, a human immolator. Awesome. So as as we go on, you'll definitely be more familiar with those voices and how it goes. But uh, we're just going to try and jump actually like straight into this one. So we'll just get started. Today we're going to be playing. I'll just pass this over to Dane because he knows the system a little bit better than I do. Dane, would you want to explain what we're going to be playing? We're going to be playing Dungeon World, um, which is a powered by the apocalypse apocalypse game uh, by Sage Latora and Adam Coble. Uh, the basic premise of the game is that we roll 2d6 to determine an outcome. Um, on a 6 or less, we fail completely, uh, which leaves that power completely in the GM's hands. That's Sam. We're all afraid of him already. On a 7 to 9, it's a mixed outcome. We uh, succeed at a cost, and at a 10 plus, things go the player's way. That's basically all you need to know. Uh, everybody's going to have special powers, and there's like that sort of thing attached to it. And for people who have played Dungeons and Dragons before, you're going to be right at home, I promise. Yeah. This is just a game that I think, and Sam, I think everybody at the table agrees, works a little, just a little better for your listening pleasure than, uh, you know. Yeah, it, it allows us a little bit more flexible storytelling and et cetera, et cetera. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'll just set the scene a little bit here, so. We find our adventures in Tullius. A country in the west of Saren. It's a country once peaceful, now in turmoil, under siege from both outside and in. Our misfit heroes are in a clearing in a swamp bracketed with the small towns of Copes and Pine Tree, after meeting under peculiar circumstances. We join them by a crackling fire as dawn breaks over the bayou. Um, so I think Thorn probably wakes up first. Um, yeah, Thorn would definitely wake up first. Yeah. That sounds about right. Duncan yeah. <laughs> absolutely has to be woken up. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Thorn like stretches a little bit, um, and he's uh, maybe five nine, five ten, uh, Elvin. So he's got like pointed ears, like just little points, kind of Lord of the Rings style. Not not super like his ears don't stick above his head or nothing. Um, <laughs> and he's got brown hair and and sort of like olivey, tanny skin. Um, and he's he he like he puts on a shirt and then in this uh, distinctive jacket that's got um, so it's like weaved leather, um, which is done in, in uh, a specific orcish tradition. Uh, and then he and he grabs his wand, which is, is like a straight piece of uh, uh, dark colored wood, um, and it's covered in all these little runes. And he goes and sits near the em- uh, the embers of the fire in sort of like a like a kneeling position, um, and then starts. Uh, meditating over um, over the wand and, and starts preparing spells for the day. Does Thorn have a beard? No, no. Thorn's probably like a little scruffy, but I don't I don't think Just imagine yeah. like your average twenty something in like a bar in a downtown area. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you got Thorn. <laughs> he's he's right there. Yeah. Um 
yeah, so that's kind of, that's what, that's what Thorne's doing this morning. Um, okay, and I would say that the second up would probably be Etni. It'd definitely be me. Because <laughs> it's definitely not Duncan. Definitely not Duncan. <laughs> so I think that Etni would immediately, you know, roll over, probably shake something out of her hair. She's really scruffy. She's got bright, blonde, ringlety hair, so a lot of stuff gets stuck in it. Probably a little bit of sand, a little bit of dirt. Shakes it out, tries to wake herself up a little bit. She has very peculiar eyes. They are brown, but turn yellow towards the middle. Um, she likes to think that that's because she's special. She left her home at a very young age to chase after the salamanders of the world to try and learn their ember breathing technique. Uh, so she's always found herself special, but she is also very quiet. So she probably would do her best not to disturb Thorn in his early meditation. So, like, Thorn's got his, like, eyes closed, um, and he, and he says, um, Edney, I have a question for you. Okay. Yes? You know these swamps better than I do. You're are probably in, right. Are we in any terrible or immediate danger, do you think? think so. Right. But she's not sure. <laughs> She'll never admit that she's not sure. <laughs> so, um, okay. I, I suppose I... Preparing a defense is always wise. And so is preparing breakfast. <laughs> Duncan wakes up immediately hungry. I don't think he had dinner. Um, he stretches... And he sort of rolls over and stands up. He's tall. Tall enough that he'll stick out most places he is. I'd say about 6'5". Um, he uh, is just in his sort of um, sweat-stained tunic. And he pulls on his slightly worn, chipped green scale armor with a gold lacework that runs through it. He runs his hands through his sandy blonde hair that's getting a little too long. I think he needs a haircut. Um, and he rubs the grit and sand out of his hazel eyes that are probably brown for the most part, but wearing his armor and being in the forest gives them a greenish tint, which makes sense given his uh, former membership of the Order of Ismal. He has a chain that has a sort of worn and dinged steel amulet at the bottom, which is two vertical lines with a circular rune in between them. So he <clears throat> stretches up. And sort of um, looks around to see if Thorn or Etni have decided that they've like to eat anything in the morning. And I imagine when he sees that nothing's going on, he rummages through his pack and gets some beef jerky or something. <laughs> beef jerky is always on hand. <laughs> so you guys are kind of in a swampy area in between, as as I said during the introduction, in between the town of Pine Tree and Copes. You're pretty much in the middle of nowhere. It's pretty miserable. The swamp. The swamp seems to, the bog kind of seems to sit down on you guys. Ugh. It just doesn't feel good at all. The sunset would be beautiful, but I mean, you barely slept a wink last night because it's probably about like 90 degrees even at night in the swamp. I'm already uh, smacking mosquitoes. And yes, bats. yes, exactly. You're quite close to uh, Lady Lake as well, which is relatively just down the road, probably about a day, day and a, or half a day's trip. Um, so yeah, I mean, the world is your guys' oyster. Where would you like to head to? Uh, so I, 
Thorn stands up um, and puts puts his wand away in, in in like an inside pocket of of his of his coat, and um, it's like, well, you know, <laughs> you do make a point, Duncan. There's not that much to eat. We got, we got beef jerky. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I mean to say is that I'd rather not spend most of my days hunting for you both. So, we uh, better head to town, maybe find work. Rude, but fair. <laughs> <laughs> Any ideas? You know this place better than I do. Listen, I'm, no, uh, I'm not going back to that pine tree place. Um... I mean, you look like you could uh, use some time out of the forest, Etni. I mean, no, no offense, but... Uh, I'm more than comfortable, thank you very much. <laughs> I think what she meant to say was rude, but fair. <laughs> um, following that, I don't know this country. You both do. I don't, I don't know where we might find work. We're all, relatively speaking, talented. I think that Copes would probably be a better decision for all of us. You know, I've seen her um, pull fire out of her hand, so I'm, I'm going to go with what Etni said. That's uh, fair. And then Duncan, you know, packs, because it's a hot day, he's not going to put his armor on just yet, so he <laughs> clumsily packs his scale mail into his backpack and then puts his straps, his shield around it and pulls the straps over his shoulders. Okay. Um, I, I look at you too. I'm like, I don't, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> Etni pulls her hair up into a incredibly sloppy bun and picks a twig up from the ground, plucks it into her hair to keep it down, and just starts walking without announcing herself. Okay, perfect. I so follow. I, I uh, <laughs> take a second and, and then I follow. <laughs> I assume that we're all headed to uh, Cope's right now. So... Yeah. Uh, the trip is going to be relatively uneventful. Um, you're going to have to navigate through a swamp, though. So I think what we're going to need to make a move here, I think. Yes. Um, so there's a move called Undertake a Perilous Journey. So the way that Dungeon World works is whenever you do something in the fiction, um, it's reflected in a, in a move in the game. So... Um, Sam, do you want to take a stab at it? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I didn't have the paper in front of me. So. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, so I'll just, while we're getting started, I know that a lot of people are unfamiliar with Dungeon World, so I'll do my best to read all of these descriptions aloud so that you can kind of get a good idea of, of what exactly players are rolling for, what, exactly, what actions they're exactly taking. So, when you travel through a hostile territory, choose one member of the party to act as a trailblazer, one scout ahead, and one to be the quartermaster. If you don't have enough party members or choose not to assign a job, treat that job as if is as if it had rolled a six. Each character with the job rolls plus wisdom. On a ten plus, the quartermaster reduces the number of rations required by what well, we're not gonna play with rations, so don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. That uh, just would mean that we're clearly rolling yeah. low on food and that would yes. happen in the story. Yes, the absolutely. So basically the gist is uh, one character has one character has to roll to navigate the swamp. And then the other two roles are kind of uh, secondary, I would say. So the the most important thing is that you guys have a trailblazer and somebody makes that check. And a scout. Yes, and a scout. So, but making sure that we don't... One of us is going to have to roll the quartermaster one, though. Yes, absolutely. So everybody has to roll for this journey. So who, who do you, who's taking what? 
Actually, you know what? I have a move that I should read right now. Um, so I am an elf orkkin, um, to reflect that um, even though I'm an elf, I was raised by uh, orcs. Um, which is, when you undertake a perilous journey through wilderness, whatever job you take, you succeed as if you'd rolled a 10 plus. So basically, I'm going to succeed at this roll, with, depending on which, no matter which job I take. And I, okay. I'm not who, who, it sounds to me, personally, like Etni's being trailblazer right now. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with that too. And I'll be the quartermaster. All right. I think that that's perfect. I think <laughs> let's just keep let's yeah. for the most part keep all of the all of the positions that uh, you guys state here, so we don't have to do this every time. I would say. Well, it depends on the, what's happening. That's true. That. That's so, like, because it sounds like it sounds to me like Etni just took off and is like leading the way, trailblazing. Well, yeah. and since the quartermaster reduces the number of rations by one, don't worry, I have a lot of beef jerky to share. So, <laughs> so I'm making sure yeah. everyone has nuts and fruit leathers. Yeah. Thanks. So yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. So like, I think I think what happens is like, Etni's in the lead, um, and like, almost steps in like a like a sinkhole, and like Thorn like st- sticks sticks the, uh, his arm out and is like, I'll take point. You just make sure we get there, okay? All right. Um, so like Thorn like, buttons up his jacket and like pulls it tight across his chest so it like forms armor and like, dashes off into the swamp. <laughs> And I like to think since Etni's been in this forest for a while, I'm like, I'm about to eat a berry or something, <laughs> and she just smacks it out of my hands and, and just no. shakes her head and says, no. All right. So I go back to my beef jerky. So you guys got to make some rolls plus wisdom. Will, what are you rolling plus? I'm six. rolling plus one on my wisdom yeah. for Quartermaster. Uh, that's a seven. Ooh, <laughs> I perform my job as expected. All right. Perfect. There you go. Um... I won't be rolling, like I said, so, for, yeah, so I just roll so it's ten. just Etni. And it's just Etni, who is unfortunately down one wisdom. Let's see how this goes. Uh-oh. Oh, that's not There we go. That's a seven. seven. There we go. Awesome. So, so we get there fine. Yeah, so you guys get there fine. No problem. No problem yeah, at all. Thank you. So yeah. as I'm scouting, I don't get the, I don't see anything? No, you okay. don't see anything when you're scouting. Okay. Um, so you guys arrive in Copes relatively unscathed. Um... When you arrive in the village, it's almost what you would expect, but there seems to be some sort of weird kind of aura hanging over. You can't quite tell what it is. Uh, the, there's one main road, and among that main road, that's pretty much uh, where the whole town sits. It's kind of like a one-road town. There's some offshoots, and there's farms to left and right, but generally you seem... This place is pretty miserable, <laughs> to be completely honest. You... You don't know why anybody would ever want to live inside of the swamp on this one road uh, area with no other civilization in sight, basically in the middle of nowhere. Um, the only thing that is kind of standing out to you a little bit is there seems to be a statue. There's Well, first of all, there's a billboard. And then there's a statue that um, seems to be formed after some sort of woman. You don't really recognize it. And there seems to be kind of offerings scattered among the bottom of the statue and flowers that sit around the statue's neck. It's carved out of wood. So it's not, it's not like a metal statue. This was clearly carved by somebody who lived in the village. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I lean over, um, to Etni and I'm like, do you recognize that statue? I don't. I find it weird that it's made out of wood as well. Mm -hmm. It would rot. I know, in this environment. I hate this place. <laughs> Duncan wants to, um, while they're having a whisper conversation, wants to recall uh, all of his training, the brief training he had in Paladin school. 
Okay. <laughs> and just fails miserably. <laughs> so so, so he, he was he scratches his uh, up and coming beard and he thinks pensively <laughs> on uh should I say yeah, what I'm So what role did you use? So then? I'm doing a spout lore. Yes. Um and I'm adding my intelligence, which is no modifier. Uh, <laughs> and I rolled a four, which means I fail pretty miserably at trying to discern or decide what this uh, statue's all about. Okay, do you want to describe that failure to me? He scratches his beard pensively, he thinks back long and hard, and all he can remember is being constantly late to class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, so, yeah, you, you're not quite sure. First of all, market XP. In this game, every single time you fail, you gain an XP. Uh, Checkmark, uh, point, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you gain one of those, and then eventually you can get enough enough of those to level up. But you don't get it from defeating monsters, you get it from failing, which I think is a great mechanic. Um, yeah, so you're not really sure. In fact, none of you recognize this, this deity or whatever this thing might be that these villagers seem to be worshipping. You're not quite sure what it is. Uh, do you kind of see some like children and stuff kind of poking their head around corners and being like, Oh, like there's people here. Like it's not very often they have like travelers come through this area. Yeah, is it desolate? Like, is it like there's just nobody on the streets? Like, are yeah, people still like, going about their day? There's people, though, right? but like you guys are definitely getting some gawks. Oh, gotcha. so sure. it's kind of like it's almost like when you walk in like the bar scene where that guy walks in the bar and then the whole bar goes quiet. Hmm. It's like kind of similar to that. Gotcha. Yeah, so Great. you guys are kind of foreigners, and this is not exactly you can you get the sense that this isn't like. Foreigners aren't really welcome here, for the most part. What a dump, guys. I mean, listen, let's, no offense to, you know, this place, but we could easily get a boat on Lady Lake, sail up river, go to Tully, and now that is a real city. I don't want to go back there. I did not know you were from there, Edney. I mean, I don't want to go back there any more than the next guy, but I mean... What's wrong with this place? It's, I mean, it's hot, which is horrible, but... Aside from that, these are fine homes with fine people. Maybe they need something done. Fine, sure. I guess a little extra coin wouldn't go remiss on my trip to Tullian, Thorn. Why do we want to go to Thorn? We just want to go somewhere, okay? And uh, it doesn't seem like this is the place. I, I'm sorry I'm getting bad vibes. Bad vibes, guys. Well, so am I. <laughs> Hold on a moment. And at this at this point, I uh, Thorn takes out his, out his wand... Um, and is about to make a bad decision, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> um, so you you take out your wand in the middle of the square. Uh, oh. yes. Okay. Apparently. Yes. Uh, uh, Thorn is culturally uh, unwise, let's say. So <laughs> ignorant. Yeah. Um, and uh, his veins start glowing. Um, at this, like, okay, as soon as your veins start oh going, you hear, you hear, like, children and people start yelling and screaming, and you're, the mistress will protect us, she'll protect us, like, these foreigners, they've came to invade, and you see, uh, yes, you see the, kind of an older man. At that moment, the I... The mistress, <laughs> yes, this I, guy was... I stop, I stop, and, like, my, my veins stop glowing, and, I, like, I put the wand away, yes. and, like, hands, hands in the air, like... Okay, so... Most people are just kind of afraid. Like, nobody really seems like they're going to attack you. But uh, an older man wakes up, or, excuse me, walks up, mm -hmm. um, kind of at a methodical pace. It looks like he's he seen human? quite a few things. Yes, he's human. Well, uh, like, how old, like, 
Um, probably like in his, you would guess like probably like in his late, like mid to late fifties, okay. maybe his early sixties. Um, he walks up to people around this area don't even really live that long. So for sure. where you are, he's pretty old. Grizzled. Yes. Grizzled. Absolutely. Uh, he walks up to you. He's like, uh, excuse me. Uh, can I, travelers don't really come through these parts and we don't really welcome uh, travelers that much, and I, I would really appreciate it if y'all would just move on. Uh, we were looking for work, sir. Oh, well, I guess we could use your help with some things. Uh, well, I was in about face. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually, you know, travelers don't really come through to try and help us. They're usually just on their way, and you, especially with the war going on, we've been <sighs> pillaged and looted, and you know, some of our some of our boys they they died they died out there fighting for us. So, uh, if you need, if you're looking for work, uh, I would recommend the billboard. It has a lot of a lot of things that people are looking for. Uh, other than that, I don't really think you find much here that you're uh, you, you you start to get the sense that he's kind of he's he kind of wants you to like move on. Like there there's something you feel like he's hiding something. That's that's for sure. Okay, sir. Do you need any help with metal work? Uh, no, we don't actually, uh, have any metal, really. I mean, when we get metal, we have to order it from very far away, so we just mostly work with wood, just like the statue over there, the mistress that's, uh, that's all wood, so. Yeah, what's up with that mistress? <laughs> I see a lot of people just hanging out around there. Uh, well, she's, you know, she's the mistress of the swamp. She just looks after us and keeps our, keeps our children healthy and, uh, keeps our cows healthy and just in general, just helps us when we need it. She, so So then why do you need work done if you have some woman looking after you? Well, I mean, she mistress can't do everything, you know. She's she's busy and, you know, she needs offerings and sometimes we just can't really... Healthy cows sounds like all you need in a place like this. Yeah. What's well, your name? A healthy cow can be got with a richer... Ah, my name? Johnston. Johnston? Mm-hmm. First name Johnston? Whole name. Whole name Johnston. Mm-hmm. So John, last name Stunt. No, no, it's the whole name. Oh, I tell you, this place is weird, guys. <laughs> I think you're being weird. I, yeah, I think you're being really rude. Isn't this your country? This Ex- is <coughs> Listen, I'm, I'm right still on here. Order. Uh, Duncan Selmy, whole name. Whole name? Yeah, I reach whole out. Name? And I, I reach out and I shake ah, John. So Duncan Selmy, all one word. Nice Dun- to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Listen, it's good if you go by the local custom here. My name's Thorn No Tusks. Ah, separate words. Oh, separate words. Oh, he's not from around these parts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I guess that's. A... Wait, did what was your name? I didn't quite catch it. Uh... <clears throat> Etni. Okay. Whole name. All right. Well. That's a whole name. That's a whole name. I appreciate that. As I can get along with her much more than. Or no tusks, whatever tusks. Anyways, bounty board, probably a good way to get work. Also, uh, there's a little tavern if you guys need to stop in and get something, but I, it's not an inn. I wouldn't recommend staying. You'd have to sleep in a barn if you were going to stay here for long. So I could not care less. All right, and he uh, turns, he about faces and basically walks away into what you think would be his house. About uh, what time of day is it right now? Um, you guys probably took about a half a day to get here, so it's probably like noon. It's probably like just about noon. 
noon. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I was getting some vibes that either we get the hell out of Dodge or maybe we check out that billboard and see if we can get these people to like us a little more. I mean, that's that's a good idea. I, I, I'm and, and Thorne's like staring up at the uh, at the statue while he's saying this. Like, that concerns me. It's not in your records of. Well, to be fair, my records aren't that um, <laughs> thorough or complete. <laughs> Silly me. All right, fine. Listen, I'm still all for the plan of we get a boat and we just sail to the city. I mean, Thorn, my man, you got to find yourself a city. That is, that's a sight to see if you're doing some traveling. Look, I, I don't know. I haven't. I've seen some. Duncan. I think we should help these people. Just, just, just to make 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 some some coin. I have none, because I didn't think I would need any. Or, truthfully, I didn't know that was. Not important. When I left, I didn't bring any money with me. You know what? Important, but do you have any money? Not because I didn't bring any. (laughs) (laughs) Which means you overspent it. Look, guess who's not holding the money? Listen, I I get. Do you have any money? I have ten money. Ten money. (laughs) (laughs) Ten money. Okay, okay, I get it. Keep an open mind. Every place has its quirks. These people worship a giant wooden lady. You don't know the concept of money. They all have one-word names. I'm willing to give it a chance, okay? So why don't you go check out the bounty board, find us just an easy job, and then then we maybe we can go get on a boat and head to the city. Duncan grumbles to himself and eats the last of his fruit leather and uh, starts to walk towards the board. Okay. Is the board located by the statue? Yes, it's like right next to the statue. Um, so you come up to the board, and most of it is is like totally irrelevant to you. Like it's like, we'll trade cart for loaf of bread. Or, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a terrible deal. <laughs> or like looking for trader, or something like that. Like so, things that are just kind of you know citizens looking for people who might be stopping through if they have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them says magical assistance needed to heal cow. Uh, that's pretty much all it says. It lists a name under it. Timoth. Timoth. And, uh, then there's, there's one that says, um, you, this one's kind of strikes you as interesting. It looks like some sort of royal decree of sorts. Uh, it says, the gods have been forsaken and nothing upon this world can save us from our worst enemies that is ourselves. And that's just quotes anonymous. And that's a royal decree. No, no, it looks like official, I shouldn't say a royal decree, it looks like an official paper that is like... There's a seal on it. Yeah, it doesn't, it, you don't recognize the seal, but you feel like this is like an organization that put this there, it wasn't like one person. And it hmm. says the gods are forsaken? Yeah, the gods have been forsaken. Been forsaken. Yes, oh, I will read it again. That doesn't vibe well with... The gods have been forsaken and nothing upon this world can save us, save us from our worst enemies and that is ourselves. Hmm. Just quotes anonymous. And, let's see, what else was on that billboard? Uh, yeah, so, medical assistance needed for to heal the cow. Uh, the old ways have been forgotten, and uh, a guy needs help locating his brother among the battlefield. Hmm. The old ways have been forgotten? Yeah, that's what that's what that was about. That's the gods have been forsaken thing, and the old ways yeah. have been forgotten. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then, a guy needs to help find his brother on the battlefield? Yes. His, wow, I didn't know the battle... The, battle was as close okay um yeah uh i should i should say like your guys knowledge of 
Tullius in the current political climate is that there's a lot there's a lot of fighting happening all all across the continent right now. And Tullius used to be a very strong, like a pretty strong empire mm-hmm. with uh, many allies. But recently, the most recent empire had passed, or emperor had yeah. passed, and he had been replaced by maybe a not as competent, uh, organized man. So I have a, I have a question. So mm-hmm. this is all stuff that Thorn knows. Thorn's only left his very far away village. Okay, a Thorn. Few ago. Thorn might not know this. But have I seen? Have I come across a battle? Yes, you've come. You've okay. So I know that there's war going yes. on. I don't know all the the geopolitical yes. stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, the the battle is not. Will actually would, or excuse me, uh, Duncan would probably be the only one who would really have any like sort of cursory knowledge about this. But you would know that that this that Tullius has been seen as kind of a weak area. Then now is the time to attack. So multiple countries, but mostly Caspian, its neighboring country, the capital. The, the considered capital city of the continent. To the south? Yes, to the, to the southeast. Um, they have been the main aggressors. Okay. So um, while, while Duncan and, and Etni are looking at this, um, I'm going to much more quietly pull out my wand and um, uh, cast the spell Detect Magic. Okay. Um, which, again, like... He's, like, keeping this kind of, like, close to his chest, literally. Like, veins glow, runes on the wand glow, and he, like, touches his forehead. Um, and that is six, seven, eight. Um, so what happens on the eight? So, when I'm the wizard, and so the way the classes work is that we get special moves that not a, no other character has access to. So I just did cast a spell. When you release a spell you've prepared, when I was meditating this morning... Roll plus intelligence, which was plus two. On a ten plus, the spell is successfully cast, and you may cast the spell again later. On a seven to nine, the spell is cast, but choose one. You draw unwelcome attention, or put yourself in a spot. The GM will tell you how. The spell disrupts the fabric of reality as it is cast. Take minus one ongoing to cast a spell until the next time you prepare spells. After it is cast, the spell is forgotten. You cannot cast the spell again until you prepare spells. So I cast Detect Magic... One of your senses is briefly attuned to magic. The GM will tell you what here is magical. Um, I don't want to lose this spell yet. And I don't want to disturb the fabric of reality. So I'm going to have the GM put me in a spot here in a sec. Okay. So what I'm going to do is uh, my eye, like my irises glow like... Um, uh, I don't know what color. Um, Blue, I would say. No, I think Thorn's, Thorn's magic is purple. Okay. Like, like his veins glow like a deep purple, and his irises are glowing like purple for a second. And he's, like, looking the statue up and down and, like, all over town just to try and, like, get a glimpse of all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, is anything here magical? Uh, you, there's a lot of magic. Oh, like, shit, You feel really? like there's some sort of, like, magic. Like, is that unusual? Over. That's unusual. Yes, that's okay. extremely unusual. Okay. Is it, like, is it, like, what does it look like to my eyes now that I can... See magic for a second. Um, it just kind of looks like like a mist that is sitting over the the town. Is this like, is it is it coming from somewhere? Like, is there like does it have an epicenter? Or uh, is it... it has it. The epicenter is not in this town. So it's like so it's like so there's a trail that I could follow. No, I I would say I I'm gonna say that you probably couldn't see the trail using detect magic. I don't really think that's how it worked. I think that it was cast here and then it was left. Remnants. Yeah. 
Okay, so there's so there's just an aura left over. Yeah, well, it's active. But it's you, active. Yes. So I'm confused. So the, it's not it's not a thing with an epicenter. No. Okay, it's just a it's blanket. It's even. Yes. Over the whole okay. Cool. I, like, I was just like the town. So I can't find a source, so to speak. No, you know that it's something outside of the town, though. So it's currently being cast. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like. I don't really know how to explain it. It's just kind it's of like, like someone. A, it sounds it's going to sound really dumb, but it's like someone like um, dropped like a fog machine in the middle of town, right? Yes. And it just fills in. Like I can't tell where the person is who dropped the fog machine. Yes, so exactly. To speak. Okay, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I just wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So the town. I, yeah, the town is basically blanketed in like a kind of magical aura, but you can can't I tell what? anything about what it's. Uh, I mean, you could guess that it probably has something to do with. What the villagers yeah about. so like but first before because i want to i want to ask questions i want to do more but i did roll that seven to nine i got uh, an eight so yeah so i draw unwelcome attention what, and what, put myself in a spot that what happens is that the thing that casts it notices you oh do i and do i know that like can i feel it yeah you can kind of feel it okay so like i i love that because like i immediately stop using the spell like, yes mm-hmm. like and i'm like breathing really heavily and i'm like does it oh like okay that's really cool yeah Sorry. Hey, Thorn! You alright there, bud? Um, uh, something's wrong. Um, the whole town is covered in magic. Well, Someone's cast something. Well, maybe if you took time to read the billboard, you'd see that a guy named Timoth needs a magic assistant. No, 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 what does he need? What? What does he... What? <laughs> Meanwhile, Duncan's fanning himself. <laughs> it's just like a parchment that he ripped off of the board that was just what like, does he need? we'll trade a cow for a car. What, <laughs> what does he need? I don't know. It, it just says magic assistant, man. Does it, it, that's all it says? You know what? Come over okay, here. I come over here. Come <laughs> over here and read it. Actually say that? It says, and yeah. Then I, I turn to Etni and I say, two gold says he can't read. <laughs> okay. Read okay, you can read. <laughs> I have an intelligence of plus two. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, it says uh, magical assistance needed to heal a cow of mine. That's what it says. Oh, that's, oh. that's the assistance for Timoth. Yeah. Oh, well. No, uh, this is not. This is not what I'm. What it, oh, see, I have that written down as the second thing that says magic assistant for Timoth. <sighs> no. Can you read, Duncan? <laughs> I could probably heal this cow. Okay. Do you want to do that? So, yeah, let's let's go heal this cow, and you can feel out more of those that bad juju you got going on. <laughs> so like, so does Duncan like take off to find Timoth's place? Yeah. So I, as that happens, I I catch um, Etni's arm and like look her in the eyes. I'm like, whoever did this, I can't do this, and they know that I know. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Is that what you say to me? Out loud, yes. Etni's like caught in the middle. She's like, this night guy is an idiot, and this guy's very serious. This guy is seeing some shit. I, I think that... I think this town might be in real trouble. I mean, couldn't it be maybe the, the woman, the thing they um, worship? Couldn't it be the good magic that's like keeping everyone healthy? I don't know. I'm not the person who can ask what here is evil. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna go heal Timoth. All right, for our, go... yeah. So that, I just wanted to say that and then follow after Duncan. Yeah, for our listeners, Duncan is a paladin, and his ability is 
to detect. He has an ability to just detect evil whenever he wants. <laughs> mm, yes. And I'm being very nice to the GM by <laughs> using it sparingly yeah. at first. At first. All right. Um, I guess I'm going to ask around and see where Timoth's. Yeah. Is. Well, it doesn't really take you very long. You talk to like it's one a, it's person. It's a one street. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, hey, do you know where Timoth is? Oh, Timoth. Yeah. Yeah. I know Timoth. He lives just right down the road here. Then you uh, come up, and then Timoth is, he's like, it's he's kind of like on the outskirts of town, so he's kind of yeah. like in a barn, and he's he's like milking, he's milking one of the healthy cows, but you can see a sick cow in the corner. I imagine Aww. the other, it's like Jurassic Park when that Triceratops is like, <laughs> Like leaving. You just go up to it and put your body on top of it. And uh, uh, hey, Timothy. Oh, mm. hi. You scared me. Sorry. Have no fear. Have no fear. Order of Ismal here. Ah, who is that again? Ismal. Never mind. Sounds like a nice guy. Never mind. I'm a paladin, and I assure you, I can help. You'll just show me to your sick sow. That's like a witch, right? Uh, which kind of maybe maybe a witcher, cool maybe okay okay witch um, a cool witch cool witch anyways <laughs> think of a cool man witch yes oh a cool man witch all right uh this is my cow it's Betsy Betsy and he kind of slowly pets beautiful beautiful he slowly pets the cow and how long have you had her Oh, uh, you know I've had her for, for as long as I can remember to be wow. completely honest with you I feel like ten years maybe. She's old. That's probably why she's sick. No, my memory just isn't that good anymore. Because oh. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, you look bad if you are 10 years old. Anyway, let me do a little lay on hands and see if I can help this count. All right, yeah, better. we'll go for it. You know, I don't really know how magic works. Uh, no, no, uh, it's not. You know, it's none of that devil craft you're used to. No wands and staffs. This is good old pure-hearted woman of the wood stuff. Oh, he's like, oh man, I bought so many staffs Sorry for this. I just, and his and his like kid comes out and he's carrying like ten staffs. <laughs> Jethro, put those staffs away. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the staffs. All right, all right. Here we go. Eight. Wow, look that at that. That is a twelve. What does this look like? There's a twelve. So. Um, I like to think that um, because part of the order of Ismal is to nurture light and protect life regardless of civilization or laws or codes, and I like to think that Duncan has a real soft spot for things like animals and innocence and nature and stuff, so he can be very sensitive and tender um, yeah. to those sort of things. So he really puts a lot of time and attention to Betsy and like lays his hands gently on her, comforts the cow, and like sort of whispers these words, and you can see that his eyes glow a sort of goldish green sort of like a thorns glow a purple and sort of a sort of energy just sort of moves through his palms into betsy and uh i get to heal so how does the move work um i touch someone skin to skin and pray for their well-being so i roll plus charisma to which i to wit i got a 12 <laughs> uh, and on a 10 plus i heal 1d8 damage or remove one disease does it look like betsy's diseased or Hurt or yeah, it looks it looks like disease. Definitely. Okay, so then I, I remove whatever disease. Okay, so you immediately Betsy kind of reacts and stands up and kind of nuzzles you a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, Timothy is like, "Wow, it's a miracle! 
Hi, you know, I, I've never seen witchcraft in person before, so well, it was real cool. That's good. Good old woman of the woods stuff. It's not witchcraft. Are you sure you don't want a staff? Uh, yeah, sir, I do feel like that was witchcraft. Did you see what he just did with the cow? That was pretty impressive. You know what? I, I need a walking stick. I'll take a staff. Witchcraft. <laughs> okay, he, you got like a, you have like a bunch of, he brings a bunch of staffs and like they're all like poorly made and like <laughs> painted and like completely chipped. I just take whatever's going to be the sturdiest walking stick. Uh, okay, there's there's only like one that like you feel like would probably support Sweet. a walking stick. <laughs> Let me add poorly made staff slash walking stick. Uh, he's also hand. going to give you uh, ten coin. Oh, awesome, sir! You know this is my life savings, so thanks. You take good care of it. Oh, and I'm also going to pay two coin to Etni for um, guessing that Thorn couldn't read. <laughs> <laughs> We quietly high five. Yeah, so feel free to mark down. <laughs> yeah, make sure you mark that down. <laughs> All right, so something gave you the heebie-jeebies, Thorn. I'm on kind of a high right now from all that magic, so let me detect a little evil here. <laughs> okay, so just so you know, there's also one more quest that was left from the bounty board, just so you don't forget. Okay. Make sure you note that. Right there's now, the guy with the missing brother yeah. and all that. Yeah, I have heal assistance for Timoth's cow. The gods have been forsaken. And forgotten the old ways. And then number three, I have um, help someone find their brother yes. on the battlefield. Is yes. that all of them? Mm-hmm. Is the, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um, so I, I would like to pray for guidance, though, even for a moment, and ask, what here is evil? The GM will tell me honestly. Okay. <laughs> um, so you go back to the town, and you like it's very similar to the experience that Dane had. It's like you just see the mist. You're like that's evil. This that okay. So, that so is it's an evil, evil force. Yes. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And that's pretty much all you get. Like, the the statue is not really like putting anything off. Like I I like to think I have the same reaction that Thorn had, and I kind of start breathing a little heavily and getting sweaty because I haven't really encountered anything like that. Like, whoa, that's not good. Yeah, like you you get a sense that it's yeah. definitely definitely. And I, I was kind of cocky at first, and yeah. just sort of being like, "Okay, Thorn, really? Let me, I'll handle this." And then I'm actually kind of freaked out now. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, you are aware of that. Um, is there any? Would you guys like to act on that? Would you like to? I would like to act on that. Okay, perfect. Um, I want to gaze intensely into somebody's eyes, but not just any somebody. I would like to gaze into the eyes of the wooden statue. Wow. Okay, that's bold. Uh, what what exactly is that? What do, what does that do for you? I'm asking her, give me fuel, give me fire. Um, in which case, I gaze into the eyes of somebody and I ask, probably in my brain because I don't want to seem weird, <laughs> <laughs> what fuels the flames of your desire? And they will answer with the truth even if they don't know or would otherwise keep it hidden. Okay. I have a question. Is the statue kind of high up? Do Thorne and I have to make, like, hand baskets? Probably. Or, or is, I'm or rather it, small. Or is it, like, um, we're over there and, and and Duncan is like, oh, I actually, there is a thing. You're I, not being crazy. And, uh, and like, we, like, pan away from, oh, and from them. Yeah. And, like, Etni's just, like, staring up at the statue. Yeah, I like, like that. Like, you're like... This. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> right at the craning, foot of it. Craning the neck, yeah. Um, Is this magic? No, it's a statue, so it's not actually going to respond to that. <laughs> no, but <laughs> does, is it a magic power that you have? It is a magic power that yeah. I have. Okay. Which, you, you're you just like, yeah, it's just wood. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. 
because I'm super offbeat, so the fact that but you could definitely yeah, you could definitely use that on something else probably. Neat. Okay. Somebody else more specifically. So I just don't like people. (laughs) I mean, well, you really. I mean, that's magic, right? So you don't have to. Well, I guess you would probably have to make uncomfortably long eye contact. With yes. <laughs> so, I'm 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 speaking with Dun- Thorn's speaking with Duncan, and I'm like, okay. So you felt it too, right? Yeah. Oh, yep. I felt it. That freaked me out. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want to do about it? Um, I want to get on a ship, <laughs> and I want to go up the river to Tullian, away from. These Caspian people away from this weird statue, away from these cops people. Just, um. So you're just gonna leave them in this? <clears throat> Fine. You know what? Two gold says Etni is with me. So, <laughs> when she gets back. <laughs> Fine. Just, you, why don't you go. Yeah, like how you're just a degenerate gambler all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I just came into some new coin. And I'm looking <laughs> to spend. Very exciting. What time of day is it right now? Also, you can't it's, bet with me. I don't have any money. It's probably <laughs> like twelve thirty-one now. Nothing has really yeah. changed. Look, Duncan, if you don't want to deal with this, then you could go find that person, sold, sold that soldier's brother. I don't know, and and go get paid again. I'm gonna go see if I can help this town. I'm gonna go find Johnson. Okay. Johnson. I mean, I don't. He didn't even say anything about an evil force. Maybe he is the evil force. I mean, maybe they like evil here. Maybe Maybe they do, and I don't know. Call him like I see him. Etni dealt with. Etni, did the statue say anything? I'm waiting. Thorn's grandstanding. I think we need need to do something new. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna go find Johnson. Okay. uh, Well, before you can. Hi everyone, Dane here. Um, thanks for listening to the Level 1 podcast so far. You're in the intermission section. There's a second half to this episode uh, coming up in just a moment. This is just a little time I want to take out of the podcast to do just a little bit of housekeeping and uh, mainly to thank all of you for listening. Uh, anyone who's listening out there to episode one of this, you are my absolute hero. Thank you for listening. If you want to be even more of a hero, um, if you could rate us on iTunes... Or even better, if you could write a quick review, that does unbelievable. It's unbelievable how much that helps us. Um, and uh, thanks again for listening. Also, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, and uh, you know, if you feel like doing that, that's great. Um, also, something I'm planning on doing here, if if you. If you review us, I, I'm planning on reading your name out and thanking you personally because seriously, it does me- make a huge difference to us. And I'll be doing this every week, so, you know. Um, also, the other thing I'm planning on doing is on every intermission, I plan on answering one question that has been sent to level1pod at gmail.com. And that's level one. The one is a number, the numeral, not spelled out. So again, email a question to us 
that can be anything. If you have a question about Duncan or Etni or Thorn or how Sam GMs or about Dungeon World or about role-playing games in general, shoot it our way. Um, I'm probably going to pick one out every time. So, you know, if yours doesn't come up right away, that's totally well, we'll get there. Right? Um, as long as it's not just a trolling question, you know. Um, and I'll do my best to get an answer. Um, if I can answer it, I'll answer it. Maybe I'll try and bring someone on and make this inter- intermission a little more fun. Um, but anyways, if you have a question, email email us at level1pod at gmail.com. Um, again, uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. Thanks for listening. something new <laughs> all right i'm so, gonna go find johnston okay uh well before you can do that while you guys are having this discussion you see like somebody who is clearly a traveler uh walk out of walk out of like the tavern to head out of town so you just see that just want you to know um i'll call after them okay hark yeah traveler just... oh hello this guy seems like much more well put together. Like he seems like a like a very like savvy person. What's he wearing? Armor, nice clothes. Yeah, he's wearing like full set of leather armor. Whoa. Looks, uh, looks like it's been cleaned nicely. Um, to your eye, you'd probably be like, this guy knows how to swing a sword pretty well. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So I just puff my <laughs> puff my chest up. Bless you. Straighten straight my back. Yeah. I don't slouch as much. <laughs> ah, what can I do for you? Didn't really expect to see any travelers here. Uh, how long have you been here? Uh, uh I don't know, probably uh, about a couple hours, something like that. Okay. Um, just been in the tavern, just decided to stop for a, a drink before I move on my way. Ah, uh, and where is your way? Ah, uh, I'm actually headed to Fitch. I, uh, have a contract out there. Fitch, that's a far away. Yeah, uh, name's Jami. And is that Jami or Johnny? <laughs> Jami. Jami. And yeah. Jami is first, last, hole? <laughs> first name, first name. First name. Ah, yeah. good to see a man with two names. This is Thorn, last name in my side. <laughs> ah, that was clever. Joking, joking, no tusks, of course. Well, it's, it's uh, why are you here, I guess would be my first question. Uh, just looking for a little work. Ah, uh, aren't we all, aren't we all? I'm actually, uh, if you ever find yourself in a large city or anything like that, I'm uh, in the Monster Hunters Guild. We could always use more recruits. And is that what your contract is? Yes. It's for a wraith. You getting a lot, a lot of more business, what with the war going on? <sighs> yes, I actually, I, uh, I am. And, you know, I try not to be happy about it, but good work is, uh, work is always good. Hmm. You know, I would be careful around here if I were you guys. I definitely sense something strange is going on. Is Etni with us, or are you still over by the statue? I am consciously listening, but I'm still over by the statue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Duncan here and I both noticed that as well. Do you have, have you experienced anything like this before? Um, yeah, a few times out in the field. I mean, there's curses, things like that. You just kind of have this feeling that something's going on. I mean, my guess is that townsfolks 
just worshipping some monster or something, but I don't know. I don't really have time to deal with it, so... So you're only going to deal with it if you get paid. Exactly. It's not how funny. all of us operate. Funny but, how that works, um, huh? No, I like the cut of this guy's jib. <laughs> <laughs> and you're looking for more strong, capable warriors to... Uh, yes, absolutely. Here, field? take my card. Oh. What kind of card is it? Is it <laughs> it's a paper parchment? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a... Scribbled on? It's like a... It's basically like a slice of parchment with uh-huh. like his name, like Hasley, written on it. It's like Jami, Monster Hunter. Fitch. <laughs> yeah. Tolius. Yeah, and then it like lists like his area of like expertise, which is rates. Oh, cool. Very cool. Alright, I will roll that up and file it away. Yeah, if you find yourself in uh, Tullian or really any larger city, uh, you could probably find a, a satellite uh, location of ours, so. Well, um... I'm sure Duncan would be interested, so I'm sure we'll run by. Yeah, I would be interested in vanquishing the world of evil monsters, Thorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only when it's paid. Well, thank you, Jami. I appreciate, I appreciate your help. All right, well, good luck to you all. Stay safe out there, I guess. And he hops on his horse and uh, rides off. As he's leaving it, and he walks back towards them. I'm going to try and break this curse. Is everyone good with that? Go right ahead. I mean, I'll help you. I think we should finish up the the billboard, and then I promise that uh, you will have my full aid in this endeavor. But let's let's find this brother on the battlefield. What if the What if the person who casts the spell comes back before we can get the influence off them? I guess that's a risk we'll have to take. All right. Promise you'll help me after we after we get paid again. Paladin's yes. honor. Yeah. Although Dane, I will say when. When that thing or whatever it was uh, kind of intruded into your mind a little bit when you're detecting yeah. magic, you got the sense that they were like they didn't want to be seen by you. Like it wasn't like they were angry at you. Like they were, oh, but like they were like. So it was like when you sensed it, it pulled back, and that's yes. what you we noticed. both yes. pulled back. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like it wasn't like it wasn't. It didn't really feel like it was on the attack. It's like you were. Oh, like it was being sneaky. Yeah, like a wild animal saw you, and you're both afraid of each other. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think Thorn but like maybe, a large, scary wild animal. Yeah, I think Thorn maybe. Thorn comes from a culture of hunters. Mm. Trying to pull back and sneak around to make an attack is a viable and oh, okay. really good option. So no, like even that. if I like he's wrong, I, I think he's just making that assumption. Yeah, I don't I like that. That's I like that. true. Okay. Um, so all right. So then let's go. Let's do it. Etni, you take point on this one. Alrighty. Better at battle and carnage. <laughs> Than I, so we'll, yeah, I guess we're I gonna go like, find right? his brother. Yeah, so you guys go to find uh, his name is Hallie. Okay. Um, again, doesn't really take long. This guy lives more in the center of town. Mm. Uh, you kind of you find him, uh, kind of just sitting in a chair, twiddling his thumbs. He looks like kind of just anxious. Mm. Uh, Hallie. Hello. It's uh. <clears throat> Welcome to my house. I'm sorry. I know it's not much, but uh, I assume that you're here about the bounty, the the bounty board. Uh, I I am. Uh, may May I first relight your fire? It looks a little low. Oh yeah. Thank you so much. That would be much appreciated. Of course. And I go over, and flick my fingers. A couple sparks come out, but it ignites a scarily large flame that goes back <laughs> to normal size. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's uh, like you pour the lighter fluid. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> 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 Um, uh, 
he's clearly like a little bit nervous. He's like he does. He's never really seen like magic like that before. Um, Sorry, I okay. promise it goes back down to normal. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't really know. Uh, my brother, he was in the fight. And I I haven't really seen him in a while, and you know the battlefield is it's kind of dangerous. There's looters and things like that over there, and I I just kind of would like some company on my on my walk to see if I can find his body or whatever might be left. Oh, you'd like to come with us? Mm -hmm. I should also note that, like, you see in this house, uh, it just like the Tullian coat of arms, mm. which is just like it's a it's a green it's like a green shield with um, almost like eggshell, like the eggshell mm -hmm. color. Yeah, it's just like a white. It's just like a white sword mm. and uh, dove in the middle. And is that a good indication of what side he's on? In this conflict? Yes, yes, it's a very good indication. I think in the background, Thorn is snooping. Okay. Like, not, not like, not yeah. in, like, a way that yeah. necessarily would, like, trigger a move, but just in the way of, like, I'm just sort of touching all their things, kind of just absentmindedly. <laughs> just picking stuff up <laughs> yeah. off the mantle. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you're really touching a lot over there. Uh, could, did you need anything? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, and it, like, puts the base down or whatever, and it's just like, sorry, sorry. You put it down roughly, it sort of wobbles yeah. a little bit, and you steady it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he's going to basically lead you, it takes about an hour to get out to where the actual battle took place, but uh, basically you... An hour it, north, south? Uh, it's like an hour, like, in, uh, sorry, my cardinal directions are really bad. Uh, east, it's like an hour northeast, kind of. But not, not Pine Tree? No, no, Pine Tree's farther than that. Okay, so... Yeah. So near where we started the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So around there, and you kind of come over, and uh, it's honestly like pretty jarring for a lot of you. Like the you're in basic. It's still miserable. Like you are just miserably hot. Just the sun is beating. It's like two o'clock now. Like the sun is just beating down on your backs. Uh, just humidity, mosquitoes. Like pretty much anything you could think of that would just annoy you. Like it's there, um, and you. You kind of you smell it before you see it, like the, the waft of the battlefield and the stench. I mean, it had the battle had happened a couple days ago. It wasn't like extremely recent, so you just the absolute stench of like rotting corpses and everything else that's over there's there. There's flies all over the place. Yeah, there's flies all over the place, and you kind of come over basically a ridge into what looks like a. It's almost like a bowl, kind of like a like a natural bowl of land. Yeah. And there's just, it's disgusting. I mean, there's, like, dead soldiers everywhere. The flags, they're hanging up. And then there's, like, people hanging from the trees. And it's so, it's just a, it's gross, in, in a word. Uh, you don't really see anything else um, as of right now, so. Who won? I really hesitate to say won, but. Uh, nobody really it was. Heavy losses on both sides. Uh, but neither army really gained any ground. Ridiculous. Dun Duncan sort of touches his uh, Ismal amulet a little bit um, absentmindedly and is a, a little second. Yeah. Seeing everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely it's like definitely like reality of like how like bad like the war is for the for the people of this area. Anyways, um, so he begins to lead you through, Hallie begins to lead you through, uh, and 
basically you guys just need to look for Dumin or whatever like Dumin's his brother? Yeah. What side did Dumin fight for? Uh he you get the impression that he definitely would have fought for Tullius. Okay. Well then I guess I'll just discern realities and see what I should be on the lookout for. <laughs> and uh, let's see. That so, is not gonna that's gonna be a fail, and I'm gonna mark some XP for that one. Okay, go for it. So um oh man, I don't even know what to do to you here. Uh, I get second throw so, off. Yeah, so what does it, look, <laughs> yeah, what does it look like you're doing? Maybe that might help. Um, I'm just sort of, I get a rough general description of what Dooman looks like, and I'm just sort of looking around, but it's so gross to me, I'm not really that into that, and I put my, my tunic over my mouth to like yeah. stop the stench, okay. and I'm only sort of half-heartedly like turning corpses over with my boot. Yeah. And it's just like so really you just gross. like you just can't do it. Like yeah. you just th- like you throw up and you like have to leave. Like you you're like basically incapacitated while you're like trying to like. Yeah, I I leave the battlefield. I go up like <laughs> like a hill we came down from or something and just like rest under the shade of a tree and just sort of heave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're just like physically yeah. just sick. Like you can't you can't really uh, search. <laughs> Holly, um, can we ask you a question? Yeah, for sure. Why weren't you fighting with your brother? Um, or did you? Did you lose track with him in the battle? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'd prefer not to answer that one. If we could just find him and leave, that'd be great. He kind of, like, looks down into the side. Like, he's definitely, like, avoiding your gaze. So, Thorn is, like, making a show of looking, and I don't even know if he's not not looking, but... Mainly, he's trying to observe Hallie now. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Abby gonna... is super focused on yeah. the task. She's least bothered by the heat okay. of being an emulator, and salamanders are disgusting. She's lived amongst them. Okay. So I'm She's not to, too bothered. I'm trying to um, observe okay. Hallie. Okay. Should I make a roll here, do you think? Uh, I mean... Should I make you, a discernment? I, you don't have to really make anything. I won't make you make a check for that. I mean, like, you see him, and you're like... Yeah, he's definitely, like, upset, and he is definitely, like, avoiding me, like, avoiding that question for some reason. But, yeah. like, you making it to certain realities isn't really going to tell you why. Well, here, I'll roll the, I'll roll the dice. Okay. Because um, there are some really good questions on there that may actually be able to help me. Here. Okay. Because I'm observing him, not oh, the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm making a show of observing the battlefield to, so that he's not paying attention to me, hopefully. So that's uh, so that's a wisdom roll. So I've got six, seven, eight, nine. Annie, could you help me here? <laughs> Can we make? Oh a yeah, move? you do an eight. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So how this how this mechanic works for the listeners is um, when you make a certain realities check, you get to ask a certain amount of questions. So let's and, start with the eight, though. Yes, yes. So, but Dane yeah. rolled just below the threshold that he wanted to, so he's asking um, Taylor for help, and. She, what she can do is she can roll, and if she rolls, what is it, above a seven, a seven or above, mm-hmm. she yeah. can give him. Yeah, she can give him a point. And what are you rolling there? So yeah, yeah, the aid move. Yeah. Do you add? So, uh, what was that? No, no, go, go ahead. So when you help or hinder someone, you have a bond with them, which mm-hmm. we do. My bond with Thorn, as at me, is Thorn can teach me things I can't teach myself. 
So I have not been particularly focused on what he's been focusing on. So maybe with the second set of eyes, we can figure it out. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, that's a six. All right. All right, so... Uh, Etni, you mm-hmm. also throw up. <laughs> oh yeah, Mark XP. <laughs> yeah, Mark Yay! XP. Exactly. Bomb XP. Um, so you also throw up and you just have to leave. Well, like, good club. <laughs> um, okay, so I got a I got a nine. Didn't get that ten. So when you closely study a situation or person, roll plus wisdom. On a ten plus, ask the GM three questions from the list below. On a seven to nine, only one. Take plus one forward, which means on the next roll, when acting on the answers. And here are the list of questions I can ask. What happened here recently? I'm pretty sure I know what that is. <laughs> what is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? And so you can see why I really wanted to ask three of those. <laughs> okay, go for um, it. Which ones do you get to ask again? Do you just get to ask one? One off that list, because okay. I only got the nine. Okay. Um, and you're asking what here is not what it appears to be? No, I don't know. I might. Um, what? I mm, I can't say anything. Because you're you're <laughs> discerning. You're not discerning where Dooman is. You're discerning what's up with. You could yeah, do that though. You could do that. I would allow you to do that. To do what? To discern where Dooman's Doom body is. Yeah. Right, right. I could. That would be really easy if I could just say what here is useful and valuable to me. I'm looking for Dooman. Well, if yeah. you can, right. If you can do that with the nine, I would do that. But to be fair. I, I wasn't asking about the battlefield. I was asking about Hallie. I'll allow you to do whatever you want here. I would ask what is about to happen almost. Well, I would ask where Dooman is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you two are vomiting, so (laughs) I get to answer. We're both both holding each other's hair back (laughs) by the the tree while we both grow up. Just taking turns. Cute. (laughs) That's a bond. We're bonding over here. I'll allow it. Yeah. Uh, under, under my bond, all right. Etni held my hair while I threw up. We are bonded now. <laughs> I'm t- okay, so I'm torn between what here is useful or valuable to me in regards to Hallie. Um, but I'm concerned I'm just going to get Dooman, Dumman, Dumman? You'll get a Dooman dump. Yeah. I'll just get the guy. Um, you mean you'll and do- I'm, oh, But you'll I'm just actually kind of curious about what happened. Because what I asked was, why weren't you at the battle? And I'm kind of curious about what happened here recently in regards to Hallie. That is, that's my question. That's a, so roundabout. Is that what you're asking? I am asking what happened with Hallie recently. Like what's? Oh. Because I'm trying. What I'm okay. trying to figure out is why wasn't he at the battle? Okay. Well, you would guess that he probably was. Uh, he might have deserted. Would be your first guess. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It. Okay. That's actually that's. That's fairly useful. Um, so I, I, I turn to him, and I'm like, you know, uh, I mean, I, I can't really blame you for not wanting to be a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you seem like you've got something to say. <laughs> Hallie just like, Hallie like thought Nick twice Nick about it. He's like, um, <laughs> nope, you got me. Um, yeah, if we could just find my brother, that'd be great. Um, I don't really want to, you know, talk about it that much. 
much. Uh, Talk about what that much? What you just said. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Avoiding a fight is a viable thing to do. Exactly. Why we're searching for my dead brother and I'm <laughs> alive. <laughs> so I'm I just I don't understand. Are you gonna get in trouble? Yeah. That's how it works. I I'm sorry, I don't quite understand. Listen, I don't wanna explain to you just how the the exact rules of the Tullian army work, but you know, if you desert you you know, it's treason, that's treason. So why come back here? Why why not go somewhere else? Well, because I want to bury my brother. We're here? No, I, I know why we're here. You <laughs> care about your brother. Because uh, I don't really have anywhere else to go, and uh, I don't really want to upset the mistress, and... Uh, Wait, hold on. Two steps back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't want to, you don't want to upset the mistress? Yeah. Why would you leaving upset the mistress? Well, because, you know, we support her and she supports us. And it's, it's a and symbiotic you, relationship, I guess you, you can say. And if you leave, How do I know what that word means? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you, I only got one name. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Hallie, and I just appreciate if you just leave, help me find my brother or just leave. Because, you know, I'm not trying to really talk about this. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll help you, but I'm just... I need to understand the score here. Nope. No. No, 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 no. If you got a 10+, plus, sure. Well, that's what I did. Oh, no. Um, uh, so, Etni and I are throwing up. Yeah. You, guys, you guys are okay now. Yeah. You, and you are doing okay. is forcing a war veteran to relive his most painful <laughs> Uh Be blunt. Um... <laughs> Okay, another another question. Who's the mistress? Uh, no, I can't talk. About that. <laughs> she I've, said, I've said too much. You know what? Forget about my brother. I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> yeah, you um, can. You know, I don't really want to talk about this. I would appreciate you just helping find my Hallie, brother. Hallie, Hallie. Nope. Are you all? <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining. I'm imagining that Hallie is like getting smaller and smaller, and like scrunching his shoulders more. It's not really twisting. a courageous yeah. person. I mean, no. Hallie, we can help you. No, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> I don't. It doesn't seem like you or anyone here is doing okay. I think I'm fine. You know. <laughs> I'm not dead, so... <laughs> hey, Thorne, are you going to help us look for this body or not? Because I am really sweating here, and I just want to get back to whatever that tavern is. <laughs> You're the one who wanted to come out here in the first place. Uh, I think Etni took point on this one. Sounds like a good time for me to just uh, take my lead from this conversation. Holly, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he, Holly, he walks you away. Can, he's just, he's just Holly, walking you away. He's leaving. He's leaving. Wait, so does that mean we don't need to find your brother, Holly? <laughs> Allie? Well, it would be great if you did that. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back at my place. Just find me at home if you... Okay, I'm not looking for this guy's brother. <laughs> so you guys are leaving too? We'll, we'll do one last discern to okay. see if we can find I'll aid you. Because I don't like to leave things undone. Um, I have a bond with Duncan, which is Duncan is woefully misinformed about the world. I will teach them all I can. <laughs> oh, I got a 10. So you get a plus one here. Well, I got a ten. Anyway. Okay, awesome. All right, there we go. So you find you find a, a body that looks very similar to what would be his brother. Oh, Wait, gross. Hallie. He's gone. 
<laughs> he, he left long ago. That took a while. <laughs> that took a while to search. <laughs> we'll just carry it back to his house. Okay. Listen, I don't even care about the gold. Let's just put it on his front doorstep. And... <laughs> it. You call it. <laughs> Let's lay him to rest in front of his home. Thank you. Respect. <laughs> and then we'll go to the tavern. Because it's been a day. Uh, yeah. You solo promised to upheld. What? What's that? You promised me you'd help me break the curse. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Paladin's <laughs> honor, right? Can we please have dinner first? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he's fair. I'll... I will uphold my my vow. Okay. Let's. Unless you know you're not a paladin. No, no, we'll uphold it. I I'm I assure you I'm very much a paladin. <laughs> okay, so you guys um, head back to uh, Copes. And do you want to lay it on the on the guy's doorstep or? I'm gonna bang on his front door. Hello. Hallie, without opening the door. Hallie, I think we found your brother. Ah, uh, thanks. If you could just leave him out there, I think I'll take care of him in the morning. You don't want to check. No, I'm sure that you've got him right. It you sounds seem like, like some very trustworthy fellows. It sounds like you're. Lady. <laughs> it sounds like you're afraid to open the door and look us in the eyes, Hallie. Yeah, that seemed about right. <laughs> it almost sounds like talking turn, to us was making you uncomfortable earlier. I Hallie. turn away. I turn and look at you guys. I'm like, at least she's honest, you know. Like, <laughs> I do appreciate. There that. is something yeah. to respect. Yeah, we, we all. Hallie, I just don't really think knows like. How to lie well. <laughs> like, he's just such, he's like, he's like really a coward. Like, he deserted, yeah, and like, yeah. you can have mixed feelings about that, but this dude is a coward. So, like, he, he's just a freak. Hallie, we all get a little bit craven sometimes. Um, just want to open the, open the window, and I'll slide him through. Ew. <laughs> yeah, just, I guess that'll work. I, yeah, I mean, you could put him through a window, I might just go to bed and take care of it more. <laughs> So you're not even going to receive him from the window? <laughs> you're just going to come into the, the living room in the morning and he'll be there? Yeah, probably. You know, for a really craven man, I do have to hand it for him. He did go back to get his brother. I did. I, I'll leave your payment outside if you want. It, but Listen, I would like if you left me alone, too. How much is the payment, Howie? <laughs> it's like 10 gold. 10, 10, 10 gold. Listen, it's coward's money. Uh, <laughs> That's what my brother got paid for being in the military. Okay, well then, that's different. <laughs> now, now I feel bad. You can keep that, Howie. Alright? I just really do not want to carry this corpse anymore. Honestly, I really don't deserve it. I, uh, you know, I uh, deserted, you know? As oh, you, okay, well, that's, you that's, that's he makes a new point, guys. He did desert, and his brother can't spend that money. So, oh, uh, we performed a noble Duncan, service. Duncan. Just take the coin. This is coming from a guy who charged, who charged a farmer 10 gold to heal his cow, and the farmer goes, that's my life savings, take good care of it. You just, you just walked away with it. I didn't charge him, he gave me the 10 gold. Well, no, it was on the notice. Yeah. Well, just, it said it was his life savings? <laughs> no, he said it was no, his life savings. No, he told you that. Okay, maybe Duncan. we'll put the coin. We'll give the gold back just, to the farmer. <laughs> just take the coin. Okay. They're honest people. They want to do honest work. Oh, or they the want. I take the coin. Yeah. Okay. You take. Listen, it. he's gonna make a lot more money. Off <laughs> he that like how? He like future. throws it like out the window and it <laughs> angles and it hits you in the face. <laughs> right on the chair. There you go. Uh, good night. Like and he shuts the window. <laughs> Have we even put the body through the window yet? <laughs> no, he just, he just shut it. <laughs> All right, we'll just sit on the porch. Is it getting late now? Yeah, it's like early evening now. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, so like five. All right. Do you want to go to the tavern first, or do you want to immediately start working on the magical aura? You know what? Let's go get a drink. How about... How yeah, about, we all seem just, a little tense. Yeah. Let's just get that drink. All right, what's so you guys of, go to the tavern. Yeah, what's the name of the tavern? And are people still kind of welcoming to us? We've been here all day. <laughs> yeah, like, you, people have heard, especially that you heal... Uh, um, Sorry, that you healed the cow. So, like, they're they're pretty welcoming to you. And the tavern is called the uh, Swamp Foot Inn. Swamp Foot Inn. Yeah, but it's not an inn, it's but a tavern. It's not an inn. Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, Johnston really wanted us to know that it wasn't an inn. But I think he was just being mean because he didn't want us to stay. Mm-hmm. You are actually getting the, that's probably true. In my notes, I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah. Do we walk in and it's, like, very clearly an inn? Yeah, it's, God like, damn. extremely clearly an inn. <laughs> Justin really didn't really want us to check it out at all. It, like, it even said it on the sign, like, outside the front. <laughs> <laughs> and is Johnston, is Johnston in there drinking? Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. Hey, you're the guy who said this wasn't an inn. It's not an inn. I don't... Mm. It doesn't look like an inn to me. It looks like an inn. Anyways. There's a board there. It says that a room Would costs want... gold for a night. Now, can I... Can you describe... Can I get the sense of what the inn is like? Yeah, is yeah, a absolutely. Fireplace, a bar, mm-hmm. people eating, drinking. Yeah, so you come in it's and it's you. You want it to be, I guess your idea of an inn would be, kind of like a musical, um, just like a happy place to be around, and that just like doesn't really seem to be the case here. It's a, it's a small, you have a small room with a few tables on your right, and then the bar is on your left, and there's a bartender working behind it. And then there's a fireplace on the right side. It's kind of crackling and kind of seems pretty peaceful, but it's just quiet in there. Like, there's no music. There's nothing, there's not really a lot of chatter. It's just very quiet. You get the sense it's like, this is kind of where, like, farmers go to relax after the day and nothing really mm-hmm. happens here. Like, it's not, like, an exciting place. They don't have any travelers, so the rooms, you could tell, like, the stairs are, like, hardly used up to go up to the rooms, like, right above the area. The so. keeper stays there and that's it. Yeah. Who is the innkeeper? Uh, Tina. Can yeah. I sit next to Johnston? Yeah, you can. You could do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Oh God, here we go. This is gonna be another conversation and a half. All right, you sit next to Johnson. He scoots over. To make room or away from me? Away from you. <laughs> That's fair. Well, we just came here for a drink. I'm gonna order up as the coldest drink they have. All right. <laughs> Because it is muggy in this town. <laughs> yeah. It's a lukewarm yeah. ale. Yeah. <laughs> Most ah, what can I get for you, son? What's your coldest drink? Well, you know, we got all things, but uh, we got beer. We got beer? Yeah. Wait, and I can't quite place that accent. <laughs> Tina, are you local to cops? <laughs> Yeah, I'm local. I'm from around here. You're from around here, too? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I guess I should know, because that's what, your whole name? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'll have a beer. Do you guys want anything? <laughs> I've changed my mind. Which is yes beer, no beer. No beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was your mind before that? <laughs> I saw a beer, and it was like, mm-mm, no. You saw a flat, room-temperature beer, and it's 
and decided. Yeah. Thorne's like, is that an IPA? Because if not, please get that out of my face. Are we still right. going with the hipster narrative? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love pitting the hipster narrative on uh, Thorne. Thorne brings out his own beer that he's brewed from his jacket and pops it and bottles it. Edney, <laughs> you want to do that in real life? Fire whiskey, a blaze bourbon. You know, that's really racist, and I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, see, is that, that, is, in, that is incredibly insensitive. <laughs> I'm an inhaler, uh, so I must have... like fire. <laughs> I see how it is. All we have is beer, so those aren't even options. I just <laughs> want everybody to know. I mean, the menu is right here. It just, all it says is beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> Two beers it is, my good Tina. All right. And she... Puts the beers on the table. She's like, that's going to be one coin. Please. For, for both? Yeah. Perfect. I slide the coin okay. across. Mark that down. <coughs> that's a good, honest day's work, Tina. You hold on to that. Did, did you add your other coin? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. No, I actually didn't. And I flash her a million-dollar smile, and I say, you don't spend that all in one place, all right? Tips are appreciated, but not required. <laughs> okay, Tina, don't push your luck. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are inside the inn. You guys have beers now. They're pretty, like, mediocre beers. They're not very good at all. Yeah, but after a long day of sifting through corpses, it hits the spot. It really does. You both smell like corpses, too. So I, I'm gonna stand up and be like, I'm gonna go take a look around. Um, when you guys are done coming in, I'd love the help. And then I look at Johnston, and I say, as I'm, like, walking out, like, I, I lean in and I'm like, do you care to tell anyone, any one of us here, why everyone's afraid to leave?